It's a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Acts chapter 12 verse number 6. I will start from verse number 6 and then when I get to verse number 11, I will stop there and zero in now on one word over there and the word over there is expectation. Read with a loud voice. Ready, go. And when Peter was sleeping, bound with two chains between two soldiers and the guards before the door. So here is the background story. Around this time, there was heavy persecution in the church uh, headed by Peter and the disciples around this time. Jesus had just departed. And they were making noise that Jesus resurrected. They saw his body. This blah, blah. And the thing was getting the elders and the Pharisees so angry. Because for them, the disciples were spreading falsehood and heresy. So, so they were doing everything to stop the disciples. The more they persecuted them, the more the gospel grew. And somebody, this is the prophecy I prophesy upon you. The more they make things difficult, the more you rise. Oh, let me see whether I will be received over here. The more your boss harasses you, the more you rise above your boss. Can I hear somebody give me a shout of amen in the house? Anybody who is a stumbling block, may you be bigger than that person. Oh, royal, come on, youth. Clap your hands and shout in the name of Jesus. I will overtake all of them. They arrested James, one of the apostles, and killed him. Then Peter had also been arrested. But alas, it was the weekend of the celebration of Passover. So they had decided to keep Peter in prison. So that after the Passover celebration, Peter will go. Then after that, they'll go for John. Then after that, they'll go for Bartholomew. Then after that, they'll go for Matthew. Then after that, they'll go for all at Bokemba. They will kill others. By the time it gets to your turn, they will realize that enough is enough. That, that's someone that they can eat all human flesh, but my flesh, no, 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 no. That's Tell somebody, my blood is too poisonous for the enemy. Tell somebody. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen? They have killed James. Now it was the turn of Peter. And then something happened. You are going to kill the spirit of cancer in your house. You will kill the spirit of diabetes in your house. You will kill the spirit of diseases and sicknesses. And the sickness that killed your father, your uncle, your aunties in your season, clap your hands and say, Get over. Shut again and say, Over, over. Shut again and say, Over. My abosikeriana. They failed, but you will never fail. Oh, can I prophesy again? I said they were, they failed, but you will succeed. So Peter was kept amongst two soldiers. Verse number six, number seven. 
Ready? Go. And he strapped Peter on the side and raised him up saying, Arise quickly. And he's chased. Ayabose Keria. Now, now you, you haven't seen the drama here. Peter was in chase. The angel hit him. First of all, light came. And then the angel hit him. And then as soon as he said, arise, still in the chase. He arose and the chase. He was still in the chase. He hit him and said, arise. When he arose, the chase. See, poverty will not leave you until you will arise in poverty. Mighty man, I think I want to do business with you today. This is what they are suppressing me. See, see, see. You don't have to be big before you start confessing big. You confess big in your smallness. Clap your hands and shout yes. Come on, go around and tell somebody who you are going to be in the next 10 years. Come on, go around and tell somebody. Tell somebody who you are in the next 10 years. If you are small, say I'm small. If you are nothing, say I am nothing. You have to rise before the chains will fall off. You will have to rise before the chains will fall off. A light is shining right now. I see the hand of the angel striking you. Come on, go around and tell them people who you are going to become in the next 10 years. If you see somebody sitting down, the person has already failed. If you see somebody sitting down, the person has nowhere to go. If you see somebody prophesying, you will hear and you will know. Come on, get up and tell somebody where you are going in the next 10 years. What you are going to become in the next 10 years. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. A bigger, bigger than the biggest. You are stronger, stronger than the strongest. You are higher, higher than the highest. You are greater, greater than the greatest. You are bigger, bigger than the biggest. You are stronger, stronger than the strongest. You are higher, higher than the highest. You are greater, greater than the greatest. You are bigger, you are bigger, bigger than the biggest. You are strong, stronger than the strongest. You are higher, higher than the highest. You are greater, greater than the greatest. You are Bigger than the biggest, you are stronger, stronger than the strongest. You are higher, higher than the highest. You are better, better than the highest. We worship your name. you become big before you confess bigness in your smallness in your chase in your darkness when the word of the light comes i want you to know an angel is touching you here when you rise up every chain will fall off shout yes please be seated Clap your hands and shout the chains are breaking off. Clap your hands and say the chains are falling off. 
Because when light enters into my life, say when light enters into my life, and the hand of the Lord touches me, the next thing is that every chain must break off, every chain must fall off. Come on, shout, arise! Arise quickly, and the chains fell off his hands. Verse number 8. Ready? Go. Then the angel said to him, get yourself and tie on your sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, stop looking for your wedding dress. Start looking for your wedding shoes. Start looking for your wedding bags. You didn't hear me. Start looking for your AKP. Because you will graduate. You will be matriculated at the University of Ghana. Kwame Kuma University of Science and Technology. UDS Cape Coast. You will read medicine. You will read law. You will become a great person. Wear your sandals. Start looking for your garment. Because you are checking out of the prison house. Somebody shout enough is enough. Shout it again and say enough is enough. Those of you are so, 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 so. Because I am on fire. Apostle Dinah is on heat. I am raising millionaires in this, in this service. I am raising new graduates in this service. I am opening the door for you to enter into university. Your business is about to start off. Wear your sandals. Take on your garment. Change your clothes. Remove the prison garment. Remove the prison garment. Remove the garment of shame. Remove the garment of unrighteousness. Get out of prison. Enough is enough. Is the alpha and omega. The beginning and the end. Come on, prophets at the Don't sit down, don't sit down. Go and prophesy to somebody. Is the alpha Professor to somebody Please go and encourage somebody for me My God You will Encourage somebody for me My God Enough is enough Enough is enough you are checking out of prison. You are getting out of prison. You are getting your son as on. Get your son and change your garment. Change your clothes. Change your garment. Change your clothes. Go to somebody and say, I'm getting out. Go to somebody and say, I'm getting out of poverty. I'm getting out of prison. I'm getting out of failure. Rise up and go to seven people and tell somebody, I am checking out of prison. The prison of sickness. The prison of sickness. The prison of poverty. Make a joyful noise. I am a father. You will never make a 
visita. We need a ball here. We need a container there. is lying by you. Ask Reverend Johnny. Clap your hands and say darkness. Get out of my life. Verse number 10. 
Ready? Go. When they were past the first and the second guard post, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city, which opened to them of its own. And when they went out and went down one street, and immediately the angel departed from him. Verse number 11. Ready? Go. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod and from all the expectation there are three types of expectations that are contending with you the most difficult and the most stubborn one is the expectation of evil people. In this scripture text, the people were expecting Peter's death when he hadn't accomplished God's assignment. They wanted him to die. You can see I'm getting angry right now. And my spirit has projected into the family house of some people. They have killed all the potential. But as for you, you are untouchable. When they attempt to kill you, they will fail. Clap your hands and shout in the name of Jesus. My God and my God. Let them fail. Expectations of the people, the expectations of the wicked. Then there is one expectation that you have also ignored and is doing you a lot of disservice. It is called personal expectation. So, number one, there is the expectation of the people, and number two, there is the expectation of the person, your personal expectation. And then the third expectation that you have also ignored is called divine expectation. There is a God who created you, who has a plan for your life. Unfortunately, when you are taking decisions, you leave that God out. And and I'm bleeding in my heart. Can you imagine if I had made a mistake in the choice of my wife? Where will royal ladies be today? The reason why some of you, your fathers are not progressing is because of the choice. The reason why some of you, your mothers did not progress is because of the choice. Because your mother did not hear the voice of God or could not hear the voice of God. Thank God that you are in a new season and in a new generation. Clap your hands and shout and say, this is a good moment for me. You will never make the mistakes of your mothers and your fathers and your uncles and your grandmothers and your grandfathers. If you are the one I am talking to, shout, yes, I am the one. Let me do divine expectations before. First, Proverbs chapter number 19 and verse number 21. Proverbs chapter number 19 and verse number 21. Put it, I will do King James. Proverbs chapter number 19 and verse number 21. I will do King James Version. 
Proverbs 19.21, 19.21, 19.21, King James. Read with a loud voice. Ready, go. There are. Read it again. That New King James says there are many plans. There are many plans in the man's heart. Nevertheless, of all the thousand plans, of all the six men who are proposed to you in recent times, there is only one that represents the counsel of God. By the time you leave this camp, all the plans you have, which are not of God, which are not designed by God, clap your hands and say, flash out, flash out. Flash out! Flash! We used to sing a song. Holiness. Holiness is what I want for. Holiness. Holiness is what Oh, it's, it's a long time you see that you forgot it. It's what you want from me. Yeah. From me. Holiness, come on. Yeah. Holiness. Holiness is what I long for. Holiness is what I Me, child. 
and then shoot some of the 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 one that cry. What do you call it? How do you people call it? Huh? Emotion is called shoot the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shoot the one. That's it. There are many plans in the heart of man. Nevertheless, the counsel, the purpose, the will of God shall stand. Why did you remove it? Put it there. We are we are enjoying it. Is somebody texting? Show the person. Look at the cameraman. Nonsense. Hey, go ahead and text. Go ahead, baby. Missing me do a child by force. You are not married. He has beaten you three times already. Are you a fool? It is a warning sign. Get out! Proverbs chapter 23 verse 18 King James. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 18 King James. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 18 King James. Proverbs chapter 23 Read with a loud voice. Ready, go. Four. Read it again. The scripture there has two messages. Number one, surely there comes to an end. There comes to an end of misery. Surely misery comes to an end. One day poverty will come to an end. One day your sickness will come to an end. One day your struggles will come to an end. Surely, surely, surely there is an end. But there is something that brings poverty to an end. Your expectation shall not be cut short. What will bring your trouble to an end is your expectation. Word of wisdom, write it. And quote my, quote, put it in, and quote, and write my name. And then write today's date. When I give any quotation, you write, Apostle General, come 2018, shakers are moving. Anyone who does not have an expectation, the devil will create one for you. Man's life was not created to be vacuum. Yes, you must be filled at any time by some expectation. Yes, Either God's expectation, your expectation, or the people's expectation. And they had expected Peter to die in prison. But because Peter had his own expectation, and the church at that time had an expectation that Peter will not die, must not die, he will not die, he must not die, Peter did not die. I normally like using this story in my in my preaching when 
I'm talking about the desires and expectations of the wicked. And uh, this is a true story. This woman, one program she doesn't like in Royal House Chapel is graduation. Now, every year, when Christian Leadership College is graduating uh, and matriculating new students, we also receive in Royal House Chapel on our altar all our student graduates from Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology from Legon, from all the tertiary, the private universities, we put a kapi upon them and we invoke the blessings of their father's altar upon them and we release them to go and prosper. Every year we do. Now, anytime we are celebrating this celebration, this woman will not come because when she comes, she cries too much. Now, here's the reason why she cries. He said, Apostle General, it could have been my daughter. It could have been my daughter. Now, what happened to her daughter? Her daughter from primary class one to class six picked all the prizes in a class from science to mathematics to arithmetic to mental. (laughs) Do they still do mental in school? They still do mental. Teachers can beat people because of mental. Oh, you have remembered your story. You have remembered your. (laughs) Mental. No wonder many of them ended up in mental hospital. a shock at the end of class 6 then one girl walked to her and said hey so as for you you've decided that you collect all the prizes and make all of us look useless in this class we'll see how you come back next time and come and collect more prizes and the girl laughed because it's child's talk when she went on vacation she had a head problem and told the mother, mommy, my head, my head. Hospital, go, hospital, come. The girl died during the holidays. She died. And the reason why the mother keeps crying is, Apostle, at that time, I didn't know God. At that time, I didn't know prayer. At that time, I didn't know altar sacrifice. At that time, I didn't know invocation. At that time, I didn't know covenant. At that time, I didn't believe in the power of the blood. I used to go to church. But surely there is an end. Your expectation shall not be cut short. If you don't have an expectation, they will create one for you. Jesus was traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho. From Jerusalem to Jericho. And then when he got to this spot, market spot, people were screaming, shouting. But one voice was so high. Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me. Jesus, Jesus, I said, who is that, who is that? Come on, quiet, quiet. When we with two eyes and two hands and two legs, we can't reach him. You and your inadequacies and your shortcomings. But tonight, the Lord is about to bypass 
certain people and the Lord is coming to somebody who is inadequate. Somebody who is blind. Somebody who cannot see. Somebody who cannot walk. Who is this person I am talking to? Clap your hands and shout, I am the one. Clap your hands again and shout, I am the one. Shout it again and receive the miracle. Somebody is calling me. They said, Jesus, Jesus, walk on. The people, everybody is calling. He said, no. There is one voice that is penetrating. He is not at the front. He's at the back. He's in the bush. He's standing outside. He doesn't even have a seat. But he's praying. I've heard him. I have heard her. I have seen your tears. When you come into a meeting like this, don't be deceived by the crowd. And do foolish things when others are fooling. You don't come from the same house. You are not fighting the same demons. Your future is not the same. God's plan for him is not God's plan for you. This camp meeting is only three days. After tonight, we are Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and that's it. This is not the place for fornication. This is not the place to kiss. This is not the time to go to uh, 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 the mall. You didn't come to a crowd to go to the mall to come and make friends. You came here so that your voice will be heard. Those who are not clapping, I know I am wasting my time on you. Those who are clapping, I know I am affecting your soul and your spirit. My soul says yes. No, 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 let's go, let's go. Usually when I get to the teaching point, I like people to think. If you go around and they say, Royal House will make noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we make noise some part, but when we get some, some part, we think. And another part will start crying. Now we are thinking the crying moment is going to come right now. In our services, it is starter, main course, and dessert. English. Don't learn somebody's. Don't look at somebody's dance to dance your dance. Worship is going on and they are talking. Leave their company. You will prosper in that group. Our expectations are different. 
Different. Different you. Elephant you. Elephant me. You think you can come here and come and deceive other people? Nonsense. You're going to check. The results are not good. Instead of humbling yourself and telling your friends, I checked and I didn't do well. I am ashamed to tell you. That's honesty. That's sincerity. You, you come and look at your pastor's face, mighty men of God. And when they are so concerned about your result, have you, what are the results? Pastor, I've not gone to check. You've checked. You have five C's and two D's. Jesus! Son of David! I don't care those who are following you. I don't care those who are touching. I don't care those who are gossiping. I am here with a different mission and an expectation. My eyes must say, Lord Jesus. And Jesus stopped and said, call him. When he came, Jesus asked him a question that many of you think was very stupid. What do you want? From me. In other words, Jesus was expecting to express his expectation. Go, your faith has made you well. And I'll be concluding by telling you people with expectations, their attitude. One of them is that people with expectations are always people who are working in faith and hope. Jeremiah chapter 29. And then I will wrap up. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse number 10. My soul say yes. Say yes. Say yes. My soul say yes. Say yes to your will. My soul say yes. Say yes. Say yes.
there is a time to learn how to put sentences together. If you miss that stage, when you grow, you can't put sentences together again. There is a certain time to learn a language. If you miss that stage, it becomes difficult for you to catch the language. You are not too young. You are not too young. Please. Social network. Facebook. Twitter. Instagram. YouTube. Pornography. Girlfriend. Boyfriend. If you don't have an expectation, the witches will create one for you. So they will have nothing to do with scripture union and they will always be laughing at me and they will always be calling me names. Three. One of them, by the time we finished school, two, three years, he became mad because he was high on drugs. Finally, they carried him to IBWC. I prayed for him. He's healed. He's a pastor now. The second one, very wealthy and very rich. He was laughing at me, laughing at me, laughing at me. We went out of school. His father was very rich. We went out of school. He went his way. We parted our ways. He got married. His first marriage dissolved. Second marriage dissolved. He came to me. I prayed for him. Now he's a pastor. He's married around three. The third one. By 30 years, we heard that he was dead. Gone. 
They were rich. They didn't have need for Christ. They mocked and they laughed at those of us who pursued Jesus. Years down the line, we who held on to Jesus, we are now paying people's school fees. We are putting food on the table of many people. Our marriage is solid. We have raised children, intelligent children who are serving the Lord. So now, I leave you to judge. Those who are serious with Christ and those who are fooling and wasting their time in their youth, who is foolish? And who will be stupid in future? Today when we get a chance, sing this song. My soul say yes. Say yes. Say yes. My soul say yes. Say yes to your will. My soul say yes. Say yes. Say yes. Somebody said to my, you stop following those who are not going anywhere. Stop following those who are not going anywhere. That's some of the expectations are different. That's some of the expectations are different. That's some of the God's will is different. That's some of the our destinies are different. Jeremiah, let me wrap up. Let me do the Jeremiah. For that says the Lord, after 70 years I completed at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word towards you and cause you to return to this place. So God, now there's something called God's thinking process. God's thinking process. God's thinking process starts with first his thoughts. I, it, it's coming to verse number 11. Give me verse number 11. Give me verse number eleven. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and hope. Leave it there. Leave it there. Leave it there. So God's thinking process starts with His thought, His purpose, His plan. You are not here by accident. When God gave birth to you, He gave birth to you with your own name, with your own assignment, with your own destiny, with your own husband and wife already determined. So, I know the thought that I think about you. Even in your Babylon situation, after 70 years of Babylon, I'll visit you. They were in captivity, but whilst in captivity, God's thinking process was still being unfolded. God was still thinking. God knows you are intelligent, but you don't have parents who support you. He knows it. He's still thinking about you, even in captivity. Peter was in chains when the angel touched him. He rose before the chains fell apart. Who, who tells you when, when your life is challenged financially, your life is challenged socially, your life is challenged spiritually, your life is challenged by, by virtue of chaos in your parents' marriage or situation, then God has forgotten. No! I know the thought that I think 
about you. And now he says, the thoughts that I think about you are thought that to bring you peace and not evil, to give you a future and a hope. Where is the future? Lord, where is the future? When I've just failed my exams. Lord, where is the future? When I just attend an interview and they didn't take me. Lord, where is the future? When I'm sitting at home three years and I have no job. Lord, where is my future? When I'm 30 years and I don't have a husband. Lord, where is my future? Oh, I, I know the thoughts. No. I know the thoughts that I think. of God. God says I know the thoughts. I want to do ministrations tomorrow but the Lord is just telling me you should, you should just come, come you and your wife. Tomorrow it's going to be miracle in this place but let, let me give it to them. Let me give it. Can, can you give me my, my towel there? Man of God. Take it. When you call me, I will answer. I know the thoughts that I think. That's why your failure, that's why your shortcomings, that's why your Babylonian situation, that's why your prison condition. I know. Whatever it takes, whatever you want, the moment you choose. Come, I, I see you going somewhere. I want to see people connecting. Don't worry if I don't lay hands upon you tonight. That's okay. We are here for the next three days. Powerful speakers are coming. You can't wait to hear Mama Rita's presentation today. How to find your Boaz and how Boaz can find Ruth. Honey, don't worry that I'm stepping in some of your areas. Please go ahead. Lift up this one from the ground. I know the thought that I think. Let others think evil. Let them wish you evil. God's thoughts will superimpose upon the thoughts and the expectations of the wicked. Can you clap your hands and shout yes? Clap your hands and shout louder. Yes, yes. Clap your hands and shout yes. Go to verse number 12. 
Jeremiah 29, 12. Oh, have I finished 11? Do verse 11 for me. Okay, go to King James because there's a word I want there in King James. I will give to you a future and hope. Give it to me, King James. And not of evil to give you an expected end. So watch this. Watch this. So God has a thought. He's thinking. He's now deciding. When I was in America, I was praying and then one of uh, my technical men here, he's so hardworking that uh, the distance he covers uh, to come to Accra uh, to do his work is quite a distance. And uh, uh, I don't like the car he uses. So for some time now, I have had a thought, the thought that as the Lord blesses me, I will make working conditions very favorable and comfortable for all my workers. I have had this thought. And now recently, I started thinking and zeroing down my thinking upon this one particular person. So my thought is general. But now my thinking is moving towards this particular person. Now I've moved from the thinking stage. I've started considering that before convention of sin this year, I must buy him a new car for his work. You better clap because God's thinking process is about to zero in onto you. You better clap because you are the next that God is thinking about. You are the next that God is considering. Clap your hands and say, Lord, I am here. Oh, shout it again and say, Lord, I am here. Shout again and say, Lord, I dare you. So, I moved the general thoughts that I have for all my workers and I started thinking directly about this person and now I moved from the thinking to consideration and now I have, I'm moving to the realms of manifestation. But listen, there's nothing I can do unless I call him and I take him to the garage. I say, son, Choose a car. See, if it tells me, Apostle General, I'm not ready now to choose. What happens to my thought? What happens to my thinking? It's what? But the moment he says, I've been thinking about a wine car, color. And I've been thinking about this make. My expectation has always been this one, this color. That day, he's walking out of the garage with the keys of his car. So, 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 shoot the scripture again, shoot the scripture again. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, say the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you. So, what moves God from the realms of thinking and the realms of consideration into the realms of manifestation is your expectation. But Demios, what do you want? What are your expectations? Lord, my expectation always has been that one day my eyes will open again. Jesus said, go. What 
you have been expecting today has come to pass. Let me conclude on this one. Five things about people who are in expectation, people who work in expectation. Number one, people who work in expectation are always people full of hope. They are full of hope. People who don't have expectations, when they wake up in the morning, they have nothing to think about. They have nowhere going. They, they follow every crowd and they follow everybody and they follow every wind. But people with expectations, when they wake up, be, their expectations drive them to, to say that it will be well. As long as I have, I've seen the sun shine, the sun, it will be okay. We want to say a year. That is the way we have been taught. How are you? I am well, thank you, even when you are hungry. Because God's language is always a language of expectation. Where did you learn how to confess these failures? Where did you lose this hope? A research was conducted in one of the universities in America. And they found out that people who go to church live longer than those who don't go to church. And then they try to study. And they discover that people who go to church, anytime they go to church, they hear word of faith, word of hope, word of encouragement. So they go to church, they, they hear some words, their spirit is livened up, and they, they, they have an expectation, and, and so they have something to live for. They discover that people who don't go to church don't hear words of encouragement and words of inspiration. So, any small sickness and disaster, they give up. I'm tired. I want to die. Why? Why sickness? I want to die. And they confess death, 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 death until they die. But people who have hope say, I shall not die. I will live and I will declare the works of the Lord. Every time they wake up, there is a reason to live. And certain that a big girl was the, the, the father's toast. Relied and depended upon the father for everything. And then the father dies. When the father dies, her cry throughout the morning session, morning period was, oh daddy, Daddy, you are gone. How can I live? Daddy, I'll follow you. I'll follow you. Daddy, I'll go with you. 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 She said it uh, one year after his father, her father died. She too, she died. Because that was her hope. And that was her expectation. The serious one. There is a man of God in East Africa. He has the largest church. About one million people in his church. Big. So he died. Now when he died, whilst he was in the fridge, waiting for the funeral, he was in the fridge for about six months because uh, there was some political game about his burial, where they wanted to bury 
him, the government didn't want. So back and forth, back and forth. So we're in the fridge for six months. During six months, the wife was just calm. This was her confession. Hey, the woman of God, how can I live without this, my husband? Hey. Hey. Then she would tell her children, children, me, I can't leave. I can't leave. And then they would say, Mommy, stop that, stop that. And I said, okay, 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 I won't say it again. Then when she goes to meet some new friends, she said, don't let my children do. Me, I can't leave you. Oh, mama, don't say that, don't say that. Six months, she was well. Finally, when the government gave the clearance for the barrier to take place at the spot where they desired, the funeral was Saturday. When they were bringing the man from the morgue to the stadium. Then the woman fell sick. So they checked the woman to hospital. So at the funeral on Saturday, she was not there. She was in hospital. Watching the funeral online. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Sunday, Thanksgiving memorial service. She was watching from the hospital. The man was buried Saturday, Sunday, Thanksgiving. Monday, the woman died. And she shouldn't have died. Because around this time, the successor had not been named. And being the wife, she was supposed to be in the meeting that would decide who is taking over the church after the man. So now, friends of the church had to gather to anoint somebody to take over. If you don't have an expectation, the people will create one for you. And they had expected Peter to die. But the church said no. Oh, here's another thing the research said. The research also said that people who do voluntary service in church, like choir, like protocol, like ushers, they also live long. People who don't do anything in church, they die very early. They said some way, somehow, they said, that, here's the reason, that, 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 what, here was the reason. They said, those people, when they are coming out of their normal work, they are always in good expectation that they are going to join other brethren to sing, to clean the church, to play instrument, to play, to do something. And that, that expectation always keeps them alive. Those who don't volunteer in the church, when they close from work and they are going home, they say, I, I'm going home to meet this my husband again. Hey, I'm going home to meet this my children again. Hey. I'm going home to Kopevi and it is June, rainy season. Hey, this my roof will leak again.
When you leave here, go and serve the vision of Royal House Chapel in your church and live long. Those of you who are clapping, you heard my message. Those who are clapping, my spirit is upon you. Five years, I've never fallen sick on any Sunday, any week of the altar, convention, shakers and movers camp, royal ladies camp. Because I always have something to do. My expectations go ahead of me so that my physical strength submits to my expectations. And some way, somehow, by the time week of the altar comes, by the time convention of saints come, I am still affable and strong and energetic. The shirt, the shirt I am wearing. Do you know the first time I wore this shirt? I wore this shirt 10 years ago at youth conference. At that time, we didn't call it shakers and movers at cafeteria, the shirt I'm wearing, I wore it 10 years ago. That was when I was 48 years. 58 years, I'm still wearing the same shirt. It tells you a message. Have you seen my, 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 stretching, my stretching jeans? Oh, I'm feeling tight in these jeans. Come on. When Mama Rita saw me today, I said, ah, honey, hey. Have you seen my shoes? What, what shows that I am an old man? What shows? Clean mosaic, man. JV collection, tell me, brother. JV collection. Again, JV. May the Lord bless your mouth. with shakers and movers always keeps me young, vibrant and energetic. I shall not die before my time. Somebody clap your hands and say, I have an expectation. Say it again. Say my expectation gives me hope to live for tomorrow. Shout yes. Number two, people in expectations are always alert, waiting for the least opportunity, the slightest opportunity. Oh, believe me, I will not lie to you. People who miss opportunities are people who don't have expectations. So when the opportunities come, they don't even recognize them. But people who have an expectations, oh, see ya. 
let opportunity not pass. They are smelling. They are, they are eavesdropping. What's happening? What's the latest, what was the latest connection? Charlie, what is the open, what's the latest open door? Charlie, where, where's scholarship day now? Where's scholarship day? They are alert. They are not careless. When you see people walking by heart, they come to camp meeting and following bad friends. When meeting is in session, they are in the room, somewhere in the dark, kissing. You know that they are going nowhere. They don't have an expectation. And so Satan will create one for them. Tell somebody, when opportunities come, smell them, smell them. And catch them. We miss too many opportunities. Clap your hands and say, enough is enough. Oh, clap your hands and shout and say, enough is enough. Clap your hands and shout and say, enough is enough. Number three. People who are expectant are people who are always defined. Their lives are defined by their missions. Expectant people's lives are defined by their missions, by their assignments. The, the, the lady who, uh, our worship leader, who dropped out of school and was driven by mission, finally came to Legon, made a first class and got a scholarship. Is, is she on the testimony for this year? Church, you will hear a testimony that will blow you into pieces. When you are, you, are, you are in life, you must be defined by a mission. You, you must have a purpose. The girl was a dropout for three years. Finally, when she got to university, she made the first class. She's got some mind-blowing scholarship. To study in UK is something. somebody who has a mission. Don't just be walking about and following everybody and going everywhere and doing foolish things. Number four. Expectant people are heavenly minded. Heavenly minded. When you are expectant, you always know that there is a God who will bring your expectations to pass. So you are always in link, in touch with heaven through prayer, worship. When you see people who love where prayer is, know that they will make it. When you see people who love worship, know that they will make it. When you see people who love doing things in the house of God, you know that they will make it. This camp, watch those who come very early and watch those who come late. Give everybody 10 years. Let us meet here again. And you see that the difference is clear. People who are in expectation, they are different. Their prayer life is different. Their worship life is different. Their tight life, their giving life, different. They are heavily minded. Heavenly connected. And when 
you see people who are going nowhere, when you see people who will fail, when you see people who will marry wrong people, when you see people who will be poor, you also can see from their attitudes. Here's the reason why I brought you to this camp meeting. I brought you to let you know about your presence. We are not talking about your present circumstances, no. We are talking you out of your present circumstances and we are checking you into your future of tomorrow. That's, that's the concept of shakers and movers. We are preparing you to take over from the present politicians. We are preparing you to take over from your parents. We are preparing you to take over from the present pastors and apostles. We are preparing you to take over from your present HR manager. We are preparing you to take over from the millionaires in the system. We are preparing you. That is why you are here. And we prepare you by shaping your mind, your mentality, your attitude, by prophesying, by creating an atmosphere. For you to hear other people's testimonies and be challenged. That's why you are here. You will fail me and you disappoint me. If in this one hour of presentation and all the money that I have spent to bring you here. Five years, ten years, twenty years. And you don't represent us well. You don't represent the kingdom. You don't represent Royal House Chapel. You don't look like the Apostle General. You don't look like Mama Rita. You don't look like your pastor. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a beautiful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a beautiful name it is, nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is, the name if it's beautiful, you don't sing it. If it's powerful, what a wonderful name it is! What a wonderful name it is! The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a wonderful name it is! Nothing comes back to this. It is our fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. 
God richly bless you. Ancient words will guide.